It's such hot chocolate weather this morning. The sad thing is I don't have any hot chocolate. And we know from past episodes that maybe I shouldn't be allowed hot chocolate. If you don't know, I went through like, like a jar of hot chocolate in a weekend. So in a way, I'm kind of glad that I don't have it so that I can't just, cause you know, sometimes you've got to keep something special. You really do. And if I had hot chocolate all the time, it wouldn't be that special anymore. So I'm keeping it until Christmas. Um, but it is currently, it's, it's, I would say it's cast over, the, the, there is a lot of clouds in the sky right now, you guys. It's giving winter and it is cold. And I've got to be honest, because if I'm not who will be, it's around like zero degrees. The other day I woke up, it was minus four. You guys know that I've been going out for walks with Humphrey, my dog, early in the morning. I'm saying like quarter to seven in the morning, maybe even six. And I've stopped that now because let me tell you why. Also, welcome back to Self Interrupted. I'm Kit Costello. Today we're talking about jealousy, but let me get back onto my topic about my dog and taking him for early morning walks. I was taking my dog for early morning walks and I was subconsciously waking up wait for it i was waking up at quarter to five every morning i'm not you guys why why was i doing that to myself what was the reason no truly because there i was what can you do at quarter to five on a winter morning it's pitch black everyone's in bed i don't want to wake anyone up so i'm sitting there scrolling through tiktok god forbid scrolling for about an hour but mind you my eyes could cook an egg. They're so fried. Do you? <laughs> but there's so, you know, when your eyes just feel like dry, that's what my eyes felt. But I, I, you know, when you just know that you would not be able to get back to sleep, or if you did, you'd be in bed until like 11 a.m. That's not the vibe. So I've stopped taking my dog for that much of an early morning walk. I'm more of an 8 a.m. girl now, which isn't as magical because I did love waking up with the world. There's something so special about going out for an early morning walk when it's dark outside and then watching the sun rise. Like exactly. And we walked through the woods and I'm not gonna lie, like it, there was a little bit of me that was like a little bit scared, but also just, I don't know, waiting for like a deer to jump out at me. Yeah, anyway, welcome back to Self Interrupted. Like I said, we are talking about jealousy today. And the title of this episode is You're Jealous and That's Okay. Because obviously we'll get into it in a second after the weekly catch up, of course. But I've always wanted to talk about jealousy on this podcast. I think I've kind of drip fed it to you guys ever so slightly in previous episodes, like basing my worth on analytics and allowing yourself to evolve. But I've wanted to dedicate an episode to this topic so fiercely because I think it's something that everyone goes through. And I think it's something that isn't necessarily normalized in the sense that people have made to feel really guilty if they're jealous of someone but anyway we'll get into that in a second let's get into the weekly catch-up where i catch you guys up on what's been going on in my week of course let's have what that conversation recently in the weekly catch-up I just like having points to hit rather than saying Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because I feel like I can just talk a bit more freely. Recently in the week, I, I I kind of bulk recorded the mini interruptions. I know I'm kind of ruining the magic of self-interrupted by saying I bulk recorded, but it was so good. I was so inspired. If you guys don't know what mini interruption is, it's my bonus series on self-interruption. You guys are missing out. No, you are. Um, because they're really, f they're funny. I do really love my mini interruptions. The first episode was reviewing am i the arsehole submissions on reddit and the second one was reviewing my spotify wrapped and just normalizing the fact that maybe you listen to the music that's not socially acceptable but that's okay listen hannah montana was in my top 100 songs of 2023 barefoot cinderella that is my sister and i will say it all the time but yeah and then i recorded another episode the final episode of self-interrupted mini interruptions um which will be going out just before the last episode of self-interrupted which is on the 20th of december okay and you guys i'm letting you know now in advance because i don't want to finish the season and then have dms from you guys being like where's the episode this week 
there isn't one because it's the end of season two. So season two ends on the 20th of December and there won't be a mini interruption after that. I want it to end with a full episode. I think it's literally only two episodes after this that season two is over, which is crazy. If you really think about that, I think I announced season two in July, I want to say. And I think that we started it on August the 2nd. So we've been going, we've been going strong. Season two is my favorite season that I've done so far. I think it'd be kind of weird if it wasn't. No, I truly love this season and I've loved doing it. So thank you so much for supporting it, of course. Actually, speaking about supporting the season, I really appreciate that you guys had me in your Spotify wrapped. That was so heartwarming to see that I was on the top of some of your guys' podcast lists that you listen to. The fact that you guys listen to thousands of minutes of self-interrupted, um, making you in like the top 1% of the listenership. I really appreciate it. And I don't know, I I, I truly do. And you guys, you guys know that I, I, re I really appreciate you. But yeah, I just wanted to say a official thank you for having me in your Spotify wrap. It's pretty cool. Moving on, I, I had a couple of family drinks um, because, you know, it is the season, quite frankly. We had one with just like my family and my cousin was like, oh my gosh, Kit, come up to the stables, which is my late grandparents' house. And I was expecting to just have like a little, a little coffee, a little cup of tea. Turns out I made chili con carne for like 20 people with my cousin. Now, mind you, I am a what? Mm, vegetarian. And there I was cooking pounds and pounds and pounds of mincemeat. Mm. <laughs> Okay. Um, I put it on my close friends and my friend Emma popped up and said, safe word is banana. If you need help, say the word and I will be over. It didn't trigger me too much. The thing is, I'm not scared of meat in the way that I'm scared of chicken. I know that chicken is a meat, but my God, you guys, I actually have a phobia of chicken. And I guess that is an irrational fear, but I mean, I don't think it is. I think it's pretty rational actually, because chicken gives you food poisoning. And that's the reason I turned vegetarian. A little fun fact for you. The reason I'm vegetarian is because of chicken and raw chicken. Because when we were doing food tech in A-level or even GCSE maybe, there was a task that we had to debone a whole chicken. And my teacher said, the only reason you won't be doing this is if you're vegetarian. And I said, well, actually I am vegetarian as of this moment because that's never gonna happen, not once. Oh, the family drinks were fun. Oh, I actually bought this top. If you're watching on Spotify, you can see the top that I'm wearing. Um, I got this top from Urban Outfitters. And you guys, I do have a bone to pick with Miss Urban. First of all, I haven't bought from you in a hot second because quite frankly, you're overpriced for what you are. And I'll tell you for why. This top, I don't, I think it was maybe 25 pounds. It's an off the shoulder black top. Now. There I was looking at the image on Urban Outfitters and it was, like I said, an off the shoulder black top. And that's what I've wanted for so long. Come to find out that this top is actually a top that's a one shoulder top, but they presented it wrong on the Urban Outfitters store. So the seams are all made so that it's a one shoulder to top. I don't know how to, how to explain this like properly, but basically they've, it's, it's been made wrong and it's been promoted wrong. So I have this wrong top. The label was showing at the back. It wasn't hemmed. Oh, I was, oh, I was P double I S off. Oh no, wait, P I double S E D off. Because I, I, I just spent 25 pound on an Urban Outfitters top and it's first of all, just been made wrong. And I know, I know that if I emailed them, they'd be like, oh, that's exactly how it's meant to be. Because one thing about Urban Outfitters is that they're gonna produce a terrible product and just say that it's meant to look like that. Sorry. Sorry, and I fell for it. Anyway, Urban, you're on the hate list. Or oh, you know what, maybe you're not because I did get another jumper from Urban, like a little zip up hoodie. And it's khaki green, which is a different color for me, but it suits me pretty well and it's knitted and it has like little bows and ribbons running through it. And I love it. So maybe you're not on the hate list, quite frankly. You know what, you deserve it, but it is fraying. What is, 
it with Urban Outfitters and them not hemming their clothes because it's fraying. I'm gonna have a little sip of my, I have warm Ribena next to me. If you guys don't know what Ribena is, it's basically like a concentrated black currant drink that you mix with water, but I have it warm when I have a cold. And if you can't tell already, I have a cold. You know, you have that burning feeling down the back of your throat. I have that and it's not giving, and I don't like it, quite frankly. What I do like is having more Christmas drinks. I had even more Christmas drinks with Emma. We all know Emma. She hosted at her flat a nice little Christmas get-together, a holiday get-together, should I say. I wore the exact same outfit that I wore to my family drinks because I am an outfit repeater, quite frankly, because it's good for the environment, and I won't feel judged, actually. We had really nice drinks, and you know what? I actually got a little bit tipsy, a little bit drunk. Kick a cellar getting drunk at the function, embarrassing. I had, like, three glasses of wine and then some kava, which is, like, a Prosecco kind of drink mixed with 7-Up. Oh my gosh. By the end of the night, it was me, Emma, Matt and Izzy. And I literally was looking at Matt and just mouthing at him. And I was like, I'm drunk. Help. What do we do? And I wasn't drunk drunk because to me, being drunk is like being a blackout. For me, I was on the top end of tipsy, but that it, it wore off as soon as I had some Lint Lindor balls. You guys, you guys mess with the Lint Lindor balls. Tell me that you do. Because yes, maybe I have a dairy intolerance, but I will save some room for a Lint Lindor ball, especially the dark chocolate ones because they have less dairy in them. But baby, those white chocolate ones, they get me together. And the hazelnut ones, oh, talk about it. Like I was popping them back as if it was oxygen. H2O water, like I relied on them to make me recover from this kind of, dare I say, tipsiness that I was feeling. And it was so camp, like I was there eating them and you know, Emma and I were just having a little chat and then we got ready for bed. I love those nights where it's like 1am, you're at your friend's house and you're just like debriefing on what's just happened. Anyway, I woke up the next day at 6am, classic. I was at Emma's, I stayed at hers. I did all the washing up. I love to do that when I'm at someone else's house. And I did this while listening to Sabrina Carpenter's Fruitcake Christmas Holiday EP. Oh my gosh, I love her. And I was just dancing to it. And I love waking up in London. The novelty of London is great. I don't know if I could live there, but the idea of waking up in London, Emma lives in a really lovely place so I just feel like I'm in a rom-com. Also, oh my gosh you guys, oh my god. Okay everyone be quiet, I have some updates on a boy. Not a boy that literally cares that I exist, may I add, but updates nonetheless. There I was on Emma's sofa waiting for her to wake up and this boy from my old school randomly came into my head. I haven't thought about this boy in years but I just, there was like a little thing in the back of my head and I said, oh I just need to give a little, I need to search him up on Instagram and Instagram have this beautiful little function now that even if someone's on private you can click on their profile picture and it comes up as a big picture on your phone. <gasps> Oh my god, I have a crush on this man so fiercely. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's not like I'm obsessed with him, but there is a slight bit of, like, maladaptive daydreaming. If you don't know what maladaptive daydreaming is, it's when you daydream and you can do it for, like, half an hour to an hour, an hour plus about this person. And it got trust and believe while I was waiting for Emma to wake up, I was deep in dream state. That was my husband. And it just, I came out of it and I was like, I'm so sad. Like, this will never happen. And like, lo and behold, I'm romanticizing this man to the ninth degree because I don't, we never had a like proper conversation. We never really talked, but there's this photo of him as his profile picture. And I, oh my God, like he looks so fit. Ugh. Anyway, so yeah, I had this new obsession with this boy and I was just thinking about him. You guys ever listen to music while you have a crush? Anyway, I need to stop. I'm just, I'm I'm very like vulnerable on this podcast. If anyone else listened to this podcast, I like, aren't a kitten ate a self-interrupter or a friend, they would 
hate me. But you know what? Good. Anyway, on the journey home, all the trains were cancelled when I got to King's Cross. Every single one. So I went shopping. I went into St Pancreas and I did a little bit of shopping. I went to the Levi's store. I spent £105 on a new pair of jeans. And to be honest, they fit me perfectly. And I think it's very important to invest in pieces of clothing. So I went to the Levi's store and I bought some. I did kind of piss off the people working there though because I was there for maybe... 45 minutes to an hour trying to pick out jeans. But one thing about me is if I'm making an investment purchase, you're going to have to be patient with me. £105 is a lot of money. That doesn't get lost on me. So I was definitely there for a while. And then when I got home, I really fancied a takeaway curry. So I got that. A vegetable masala, may I add. Beautiful with onion rice and an onion bhajee. Oh, and a poppadom. You've got to have a proper dom. But yeah, that's kind of the weekly catch up. I hope that you've enjoyed. Let's get into why you're jealous. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, you guys, I'm just accusing you. Let's get into the topic of today, which is you're jealous and that's okay. Like I mentioned before, I've always wanted to talk about jealousy on this podcast because believe it or not, I'm a diva that can get jealous. However, I just want to explain to you what jealousy is for me because I kind of compare it to me having a crush. And let me explain. So for me, having a crush is quite rare. I fancy people. The crush for me is kind of all consuming. I don't get jealous of a lot of people, but when I do, it's kind of a fixation. Like I can't not think about that person and what they're doing and how they're better than me, et cetera, et cetera. And like I've mentioned, I've wanted to talk about jealousy on this podcast for a while. And I think it was in season one that I really wanted to talk about it near the end of season one. But for me, it was too raw. And honestly, in some way, I feel like jealousy is such a taboo topic because no one wants to appear jealous. No one wants to be the person that says that they're jealous of someone. No one wants to be that vulnerable because it is quite a vulnerable thing to say that you are literally jealous of what someone is doing, whether that's the way they look, the clothes that they have, the job that they have, the way they appear on social media. I think it's really kind of rare that someone will come out and say that they are jealous of someone, but I love it when people do because it's normal. And let's talk about that first. Being jealous of someone, as horrible as it is to feel jealous, is something that everybody goes through. Having people that you can talk to about it in your life, it makes it so much better because I've talked about it on the podcast before, a problem shared is a problem truly halved. The thing is with jealousy is that a lot of the time, like I said, you don't want to share this stuff. So it kind of boils in your system. There are a couple of models on TikTok that I used to, not anymore, but I used to be very, very jealous of. They were male models and they kind of took off on TikTok and became like super viral and like super cool. And they were walking in every runway show. And we kind of, I would say we somewhat started off at a similar level. And I think it's really interesting because for me, social media is pretty imperative nowadays to jealousy. And it kind of goes hand in hand. People on social media, they don't want to make you they don't want to make their audience feel jealous of them, but they want their audience to look up to them in a way that is kind of almost unattainable. So that's why I don't really follow influencers like that because a lot of the stuff that they do is unattainable, like traveling constantly, wearing designer clothes every day, wearing the best makeup, and all of that unattainability turns into jealousy because you think, why can't I have that? How come you have that? And I actually saw a TikTok the other day, which is kind of ironic because again, I think that social media, it's kind of the best of both worlds in the sense that you can have 
someone that you feel so jealous of, but then you can have something like this TikTok that I'm about to talk about that kind of brings you back down to earth and reminds you that you're just a human being living on this planet, watching people succeed on TikTok, and that's why you're jealous. So I saw this TikTok and they, I think the title was something like, I'm going to be de-influencing you. It was like a four minute TikTok video, which is long, but it kept me so engaged. And she was basically just saying like, I'm going to be deprogramming you in this video to remind you that you're literally just, you're someone living their lives. You don't have to be this unattainable person on social media because you're not an influencer and you don't have the money, you don't have the means to be buying all of this stuff because it's not gonna make you that person. That's why, again, I think that social media is truly made to make you, especially the new age of social media is truly made for you to be jealous it's because you have these influences that a lot of people hold on such a pedestal and you wanna be like them so much. And guess what they're doing? They're influencing you to buy certain things. Why are they doing that? They're doing that because companies are paying them because they know that they have an impressionable audience that want to be like that influencer. In some way, like, you may not know that you're jealous of someone, but you just want to be like that person. And I think that is something that is very, again, it goes very hand in hand and you can't have one thing without the other. So being jealous of someone, in a lot of ways, you do want to just be like that person. You can be inspired by someone, you can want to be like someone, and then I really feel like it does turn into jealousy when you just feel like you can't become that person. And a lot of the time for influencers, that's how I feel about them in some respect, because so much of it is just so unattainable. Like, what are we doing? But anyway, let me go back to that video that I was watching. It was basically this person just talking so candidly. It just kind of like humanized me a bit. It made me realize that if I were to buy everything that an influencer had, it wouldn't make me that person. Because a lot of the time people that present on social media aren't even being themselves. So you can't become someone that someone already isn't. Anyway, let's go back to what I was first talking about, which was these two people on TikTok that I was jealous of. First of all, they were straight white men models. And A lot of the time, for me, there is a bit of enviosity when it comes to straight male models, because I think there's a part of me that thinks that in a lot of ways, they do get it a bit easier. And I remember watching these two TikToking boys models come up on TikTok so quickly just because they were thirst trapping. And I remember it really pissed me off because I was like, ugh, like, you're getting all of the you're you're getting all of this attention and it's also going hand in hand with you getting more modeling jobs and then it's get, it, 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 and that doesn't make it doesn't mean that you're a better model than me like you think that you're now better than me da, da, da. these people don't know who you are the jealousy that i had of these two people you would think that i knew them in real life and they came over to me and slapped me in the face they did not know that i exist well they did because i've actually worked with them before but but they like they they don't know me know me do you know what i mean and for me seeing them come up so quickly and so rapidly and gain such a fan base and therefore gain a bigger impression and a bigger audience in the modeling industry it was really jarring for me because i was jealous and i ended up blocking them both on tiktok and on instagram because it got to such a point where i just couldn't even look at them i could not even look at what they were doing because it made me feel so bad about myself. When I would see them succeeding, it would make me think that I was failing. It made me think that I was running out of time. It can be really damaging for me when I feel jealous of someone because it's so, like I've said, all consuming. I truly feel like all my passion is gone, all my inspiration is gone because what's the point? They've already reached that pinnacle and I'm doing all of this hard work for what? 
they've reached it so easily just by posting a couple of thirst traps. And that's what I was so jealous of. I was jealous of how easy it seemed for them, which first of all, I don't even know their story. I don't know what they're going through. I don't even know if they like modeling. And I think it's really interesting when you're jealous of a person because you kind of start, I don't know about you guys, but I start creating this narrative around them in a way which isn't healthy like at all but i start to think that they don't deserve this they haven't worked hard for this again like you just do not know what that person is going through you don't know their life you don't know how hard they have worked behind the scenes you don't know how maybe it easy it has come to them how hard it has come to them you don't actually know that person but when it's on social media it's so in your face and it's so all-consuming and it's almost impossible to escape from so for me blocking them was just the best bet i recently have unblocked one of them the other one i haven't because honestly it just kind of annoys me but i actually have a theory about jealousy and i'm going to use these two models as an example so i feel like jealousy can either be a dead end or it can be a gateway. By this, I mean, you can either let jealousy win and you give up and you say to yourself, these two models, they've taken my space in the industry. They've got there so quickly. They're gonna get all the jobs that I wanted to get. They've done it so quickly. What's the point? I'm just gonna give up. I'm gonna sit in my bedroom. I'm gonna wallow and I'm not gonna do anything about it. That's the dead end option. The gateway option is that if they can do it, I can do it. Get up and get inspired. And that's what I did. Trust me, it took a while. There were times where I was crying. And oh my gosh, there was a time where I was crying, not even about them, but just around the idea that, you know, the modeling industry as a topic in and of itself is just jarring. It's so annoying. You're made to feel like you're running out of time. You're made to feel like, you know, you're only good enough until you're 22 and then you're just out of the industry. If you haven't made it by then, you can forget it. That's what you're made to feel like. And I remember I was crying one night and then guess who comes up on my bloody For You page? These couple of models. Oh my gosh, it was so annoying because it was just like a kick in the teeth. But you can get inspired by those moments of jealousy. It's almost like a fire under your ass. You think, I want to be where they are. What I started to do was I started to humanize these people. These people that I was feeling so jealous of that had now become these modeling influencers that had now become these kind of almost top models in their game. I started humanizing them because before it was just, they're just like, a number to me. They become super successful. They're taking up a space in the industry. That's one more person that's taking up the space where I could have been. Instead of doing that, I was now humanizing these people. I was saying like, oh, I'm so happy for them. I'm so happy that they've been able to find all of the success. I'm so happy that they've been able to walk these runways. I want to walk them with them too. You take that jealousy and you turn it into something that's more positive, something that's a little less evil because jealousy comes out of such anger. And I really think that you need need to rework that system in yourself so that you can start putting out good energy because the energy that you put out is truly the energy that you receive and if you're putting out all this negative jealousy onto that person first of all it's just not nice but if you start putting out this good energy not only does it make you have more of a positive mindset it makes you feel better about yourself i know it sounds slightly unrealistic especially if you feel super envious and jealous of someone to start putting forward this motive that you're happy for them even if you're not fake it really fake it. Start putting forward this, oh my gosh, I'm so happy for them. Find the positives in what they do. Because trust and believe there's still little things that kind of P-I-double-S me off about these models. I don't know them though. It's not like, I mean, you don't have to know someone to be like frustrated with them, but it doesn't mean that you have to hate them. It's not like I hated these people, but I was just jealous. And it wasn't even them. It was just the industry and the way society works that was making me feel jealous of them. Again, that 
time pressure that I had, that beauty pressure that I had, especially in the modeling industry, you know, you're thought that if you reach a certain age, you're not beautiful anymore. I mean, that's kind of changing, but that's what I was thinking. Once I started reworking that system in my body and in my mind, I really started to feel inspired again. I even stopped thinking about them because like I've said, jealousy is so all-consuming that even when I wasn't looking at them, when they weren't coming up on my For You page or my Explore page, etc., I was thinking about them. So once I started putting that forward, that good energy and that positivity forward, I really started to notice that there was a mind shift in me because you're the only one that you can control. You're the only narrative that you know 100%. These other people, especially on social media, you do not know them. You don't know them. So why are you judging their lives? I think a lot of the time, jealousy comes from what obviously what you want and the time frame that you want it in. You know, it can be a relationship status. Like, do you want a relationship? Do you want a boyfriend, a girlfriend? And you're jealous of this person. You know that a lot of the time you will get that relationship, but a lot of the time it's time frame. Like, I really want a boyfriend now. Like, I'm jealous of this person because they have that now. Allowing yourself to take the time frame aspect out of it, it just lets you breathe. It allows you to relax your shoulders and just live. Like we've mentioned, social media is just such a massive culprit to make everyone feel worse about themselves. Naturally, you're gonna feel jealous. And I think that that is totally valid and so okay. A catalyst for this episode was also the Fashion Awards, the British Fashion Awards, which is an event that is held annually in celebration of the fashion industry. And you guys, I mean, it's it's held at the Royal Albert Hall. It's really beautiful, grandiose. And it was my goal this year to go. <laughs> Did I go? No, I wasn't invited, which is fine. I mean, I didn't expect to be invited, but it was a goal and... You know what? There's always next year. And I truly believe that next year will be the year for you and I. We will be really thriving in 2024. And I, I really believe that. And I see that for us. I really do. Even in June, I was getting not jealous of people, but like I was just getting frustrated because in my head, I kind of knew that I wasn't going to be invited, but I could point out the people on social media that would be invited. And something that happened on Sunday was hilarious and it completely changed my perspective. I was sitting with Emma <laughs> in the morning, the morning after our drinks do, and we were sitting down and I was talking about the topic that I was going to do on jealousy. And I said, oh my God, another catalyst for this episode was the fashion awards and the fact that, you know, I didn't get an invite that I really wanted to go and I'm going to be jealous of all the people there. And then she literally looked at me and she was like, you're kidding. And I was like, oh, what? Do you not think that? And she said, I'm going to that. And I just remember, we were just like cackling, laughing, and it just humanized it for me. It made me realize, because Emma was kind of nonchalant about it. It was almost like to her, like, oh yeah, like my friend invited me, da, da 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 Like it wasn't like the biggest deal in the world. And for me, it just brought me back down to earth. It made me realize that girl, it is not that serious. Yes, you can have goals, but they do not have to be end all and be all. Because in my head, I literally had already planned out what I was gonna do to not look at social media when the fashion awards were on. I was gonna like block people that I thought were gonna be there. I was just gonna turn my phone off. I was gonna delete Instagram. But when Emma said this, I was like, girl, it is not that serious. It's an award show. It is not that fierce. Obviously I really wanna go and I'd be honored to go. Fashion Awards, if you were listening, please invite me next year. I'm begging. For me, it was like, we don't have to rush this. We do not have to rush our lives because a lot of the time it always comes down to rushing stuff 
being there at that time, being at the Fashion Awards this year. I don't need to do that. There's next year. It's an annual event. And that goes for all of you. You, th There will be relationships for you in the future. There will be money for you to buy the clothes that you want in the future. You don't have to just be idolizing these influencers that get sent all of this for free. Diva for free. You know, like there will be your time. And jealousy is sprouted from insecurity. And I can say that as someone that is insecure, but is working on it. And I've been working on insecurity fiercely since, you know, I was truly jealous of those two models and I had to block them. I don't, I only blocked one of them just because I, he kind of, he kind of jars me, but the other one, like I've unblocked and I'm so happy for him and I'm happy for the other one, you know? And I think for me, it's just so, it's so imperative to allow yourself to grow. Don't keep those people, you know, either blocked, it, obviously for your own mental health, if that helps you block them, but like, or mute them, whatever, but allow yourself to evolve. We've done episodes on this and I feel like I'm touching on it quite frequently in these episodes recently, but you've really got to let yourself move on, move past. Don't hold a grudge against stuff and people that don't even know, honestly, that you exist. It is not that serious a lot of the things that i've been jealous of personally i it, it hasn't been that serious like oh someone walked a runway that i wasn't in okay like you didn't even go to the casting you couldn't have even walked that if you wanted to your timing will come you don't have to rush into these things they will truly come to you in conclusion i really want to just talk about my tips on how to get over jealousy i'm going to give you a task the person that you are jealous of I want you to write their name down in a notebook. And then I want you to point out each reason as to why you are jealous of that person. And then I also want you to realize why. Why are you jealous of those things? So for example, with those models, I was jealous of the fact that they were on runway and I was jealous of the fact that they had found so much success within a short amount of time. Now, obviously with certain things like finding success in a short amount of time, you can't control that, but you can do everything in your power to start working towards that. Next to those notes about the things that you were jealous of those people, I want you to draw a little arrow and then I want you to point out what you can do to reach those goals personally because the thing is with jealousy it kind of stunts your growth instead of actually evolving you just are hyper fixated on these people and the attributes that you are jealous of them those are my tips on getting over jealousy and that is the episode surrounding jealousy i hope that you have enjoyed let me know if you have and let me know if this helps you in any way i really hope that it has jealousy like i said is something that is human and if you feel it that's okay but allow yourself the grace to overcome it and take my steps to feel inspired by the people that are causing you to feel jealous of them. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Self Interrupted. Before you go, I do have the recommendation of the week, which is Cedar by Gracie Abrams. This song is, I would say, kind of devastating, kind of tough. Um, it's about a breakup and it feels so raw. I've never been through a breakup, but I know that if I were to go through one, it would be the song that I would go to first, to be honest. And I think it's just so beautiful. It's so melancholic. And with the piano in the background and the little bits of drums within the instrumental, I think it just works so perfectly. But yeah, Cedar by Gracie Abrams is the recommendation of the week. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, please make sure to like and share the episode and the podcast with all your friends. You can follow the podcast Instagram and TikTok at Self Interrupted Pod. You can follow my Instagram and my TikTok at kit.costello. You can look at my website at w www.kitcastella.com but other than that I'm sending you so much love as always Kit. Bye.